Hey, this is Mandy and Kim with Next Talk, where we are passionate about keeping kids safe in the digital world. Did you know we have tens of thousands of listeners in 60 countries? It's truly amazing. Crazy. Only God. And as a nonprofit, everything we do at Next Talk is supported by people just like you. Be a part of changing the culture of conversation in your home and around the globe by making a donation today. Go to nexttalk.org and click on Give. And check out our resources while you're there. More than cyber parenting conversations to connect. So when I was in school, I mean, I remember there were the kids like you knew that could get the answers, were cheating on tests, were skirting around homework and having other people give them, you know, what's problem one, five, and seven. I remember those days. And quite frankly, if I'm being um, altogether honest, there were definitely times when I asked a neighbor or a friend for some answers on homework. I don't know that I ever cheated on a test, but I do remember those days and cheating was a thing. It's nothing new, but I think I have noticed this shift in culture where tolerance for cheating and accepting cheating as okay is a thing. Well, I think with a lot of things we talk about with Next Talk, you know, some of these things that we deal with are completely new, like social media and nudes and YouTube and screen addiction. Those kinds of things are new. But then we always talk about things that have been around forever, but they've shifted, right? And things like, you know, um, pornography and sexuality and how that shifted or changed because strangers because of online stuff. And I think this is an example of that because I think what you're seeing in the culture of more tolerance for it, it's because a lot of times with the screens and the devices, it's pictures and it's through Snapchat and it's, it's, you know, you see the problem and it goes away. And so it's almost like an underground kind of thing mm-hmm. that happens mm-hmm. now with phones. And just like with nudes, you know, taking nude photos, they've been normalized. That was never a thing in our day because we we weren't walking around with all cameras everywhere, right? right? But nudes have been normalized. I think cheating has been normalized in kind of the same way. Yeah, I definitely see that it's been normalized and also just kind of brushed off as, you know what, we got so many bigger problems. Like there's so much craziness out here right now. Like I'm just happy. If my kid's just cheating, I'm good with that. Like, you know. They haven't been arrested. We don't have a drug problem. So, okay, cheating. (laughs) Cheating, It's all right. And I get that. I do. I see. Ooh, that's that's a... That's a red flag. Well, it is. And that's the thing. I think we can all get into this complacent place where if they're not doing these, whatever your big, like, um, scary top five are, we can all come up with them. I'm sure like, here are the things I hope and pray my kid doesn't struggle with. Most people are not going to say cheating in their top five. Right. But it doesn't mean it's not a both and like, I don't want those top five to happen, but it doesn't mean that the other 20 moral compass conversations are not also important. I mean, character matters, right? And, and this is for me, I'm an Enneagram one. And so watch out. Integrity here. Here we go. Here we go. Integrity of this. In fact, I have to be real careful with my kids that I'm not always moral compassing everything to death (laughs) because I am not just your kids, Mandy. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Kim. Sorry. I'm very difficult to work with. I do know that. Um, But yeah, I mean, Here's the thing, you know, I I think about, we talk about how 
how porn has changed and how it used to be so difficult to get a magazine. I mean, it was a covert operation, yeah. right? You sneak it then you from your buddy and then you sneak it in the house and then you sneak, yeah, all mm-hmm. the things, right? And now it's a click of a button. You can see anything in 4K. Crazy, right? And I think cheating is kind of like that too. You know, back in the day, we used to write on our hand or write on a piece of paper. Well, now you can program something into your Apple Watch and it's right there. Right? It, you know what I mean? Like it's easier mm-hmm. now to to do it. I was asking my kids about this earlier. I was like, tell me ways people cheat. And they were telling me about all these apps that you can take a picture of a math problem. It just gives you the answer. Yep. You know, and it's easier now. And so I think what you're saying is true because it's easier We've now moved the bar on where it is morally too. Yeah. Oh, that's well. I mean, it's if it's flying under the radar. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we hear. I have heard from many school administrators that are like, uh, you know, even if we catch kids red-handed and it's like a big deal, like it's on a big test or it's on anything at all, and we bring in the kids and the parents, the parents are like, eh, like it used to be something that they would partner, you know, with their staff or with the school and say, yeah, that's, that's wrong. They need to retake it or whatever. So they're really struggling with parents who are like, it's not that big of a deal. We also have teachers and administrators who are like, the pressure is so high for performance that they're also, I mean, we've seen story after story in the news of them cheating as well to get numbers or to get stats a certain way because of how it affects funding. I mean, there's just so many layers here with cheating. Well, and the college cheating scandal with the parents who paid for their kids to get a spot in a college, right? I mean, so it's almost like it's, well, and I've even seen people respond to that as, well, I mean, she just wanted the best for her kids. Yes. Yes. Our, my kids would be humiliated okay. if I tried to undermine them in that way, like not make them work for what they have. Well, yeah. Like, it's just a whole, it's a whole, I kind of think a cultural concept of we deserve this. Mm-hmm. We don't need to work. It's that hard work ethic kind of thing. It's it's kind of like going back to the basics as I see it. Yeah, I think it's it, it, there's a couple of different ways to look at this. I did look at some different statistics as we were getting ready for this show. I thought it was super interesting. According to a survey by the Josephson Institute of Ethics of 12,000 high school students, 74% admitted to cheating on an exam at some point during the past year to get ahead. That really stood out to me. Not Ooh, the number. 74%. Yeah, even that, that. I mean, 74% is, it's not shocking, but. It's majority. I mean, that they that they admitted it on a certain. Well, and you have to account I mean, for those that didn't admit it because they were like, what if they catches up well, with me? And I feel that's the thing. I think a lot of kids cheat and they don't define it as cheating. Oh, yeah. It's just, well, I'm using my phone it's as fine. research. Or I, I mean, they condone it in, they talk in circles. Mm-hmm of, well, I'm using my phone for research. Looking up on Google is not really cheating, Mm -hmm, is it? mm -hmm. And well, so that, you know, the stats are like, oh gosh, and all of that. But what really stood out to me was the part at the end to get ahead. And the reason it stood out to me is because when we started doing our podcast, I remember multiple times us talking about the pressure that a lot of kids are feeling to get ahead or to be the best. And again, That's not something new, but with social media, now you're not just competing with your class, you're competing with the whole world. 
Do I look the best? Do I have the best grades? Am I going to the best school? You know, did I win this award or get that scholarship or something with sports? Like the comparison pool is so huge and so intense and so much a part of our kids' lives once they're on social media that that desire to get ahead sometimes can cloud their judgment. And so cheating suddenly becomes a means to an end that feels necessary. And unfortunately with COVID and kids being at home and their whole world now was online, if we thought it was online before, that just kind of amplified everything. This has gotten even worse. Like stats that you see in stories, any school will tell you the cheating just went through the roof during COVID and now after COVID. Well, and dang, it takes away the critical thinking that... You know, so much of what we're seeing in our society today, it takes away basic skills from our kids yeah. that were there before that we're missing now because we just go, it's it's like a drive-through. We just want easy and right away and instant gratification. And I think all of this plays into that of just, it's an easy way to get ahead without doing the work. Yeah. Really good point. Really good point. So- you know where we stand. It a, is a big it's a, deal. It I mean, is important. And yes, it's easy to brush it off. I can see that side of it too with all the big things that we struggle with and worry about with our kids. But it is a big deal. And we want to share a few reasons why we think it is. First of all, it's an indicator that something's off. And what I mean by that, it could be a lot of different things. You know, For me, I'll be really honest with you. I forgot to have the conversation with my kids. Because I'm talking about all these other things, porn and, you know, grooming and all these things that seem like the big five, <laughs> the big five, you know, yeah. I, I never really have thought about cheating. I think a lot of times it's one of those things that we talk about after it happens or after it's exposed. And what this conversation has done for me is remind me that this is a preemptive conversation. Like it would have been easy just the other day, my kid, now I have two out of my three who are working on their papers on computers, which is a new thing. Like they had to write everything before in elementary. Now it's, you know, laptops. And so he was typing a paper and something, I don't remember what happened, but the conversation turned to like, at what point is it plagiarizing? And so we were talking through all of that and what that meant and why it's important. And that would have been a great opportunity to kind of shuffle into the conversation about cheating, but it just wasn't on my radar. I wasn't thinking about it. But I believe as parents, this is probably an easy one, you know, as they're doing homework in the car on the way to school or talking about how hard a test is. I wonder if anybody cheated on it. Like just throwing out something gives you the opportunity to plant the seed as to why cheating is not okay. You know, as an author, this... this oh, yes. I didn't even think of that. Don't get me fired mm. up on plagiarism. I... Um, one of the ways I talk to my kids about it is social media because, you know, we're all on social media. And so I'll say, if I follow somebody and they're quoting someone and they act like it's their own Ooh. and they're not quoting that person, I, it's immediate unfollow for me. Like I can't, it's a trust yeah. thing. Same thing when we go to church and we, my kids and I have had this conversation. If a pastor is up there preaching and he's using a quote that I know is a famous quote from somebody. Yes. And he's quoting it as himself and not, even if, I don't, don't even know the person. I don't care if you don't even know the person. Just say, there's this quote yes. out there. You don't know, claim it as your own. You know, you don't have to do all the research and figure it. Just say, there's a pastor. I mean, we say that a lot on our show. There's a pastor we read on Twitter and he said this and it was so powerful. Whatever. Just because to me, it's an integrity issue. And then I start to think about, well, 
what else are you acting like is your own and it's not mm-hmm. your own? And what, what else are you, you know, it's just, why? Well, I, why? you know, I'm glad you said that because it really makes this point that I've been thinking through that we've allowed cheating to become normalized in our home without realizing it. In our homes, in our culture, in our All churches, around. everywhere. Yeah, so that's a great example. Everywhere. You know, people claiming things that are not theirs. Coaches. I mean, oh my goodness, don't get me started with the sports. But yeah, coaches. <laughs> I, I'm not even going to tell the stories or I'm going to get too fired up. Friends, all the g- different things. And us, like I I really think it's important. Everything we talk about here at Next Talk, we're like, we got to look in the mirror first. Like, am I doing something, even if it seems really small, or am I saying something that is painting the picture to my kid that's normalizing cutting corners and cheating to get the result I want? So this is a great example. I, you know, we recently just did our taxes. I used it as an opportunity to talk to my kids yes. about, you know, book sales for me. You could hide that. There's oh, ways yes. you could hide that. Yes. And I tell my kids, I have integrity with it. I report every book that is sold because it, I, I'm accountable to God. It doesn't even, I don't even care about the IRS coming out. You yes. know what I mean? Like whatever. It's about like doing the right thing because it's the right thing. And just using those moments, like when I'm doing taxes or when I'm making a decision and I'm like, man, I know some people lie on stuff mm-hmm. like this, but I'm not going mm-hmm. to. Use that as a moment to talk to your kids about not cutting corners. I think it's so important. We were at a lunch once as a family and we were with this other family and we were, you know, talking, you know, whatever. And at the end of the meal, this other family's dad said, I'm going to take care of lunch. And we're like, oh, you don't have to do that. That's so good. And he was like, and he blurted out one line about his business, which had nothing to do with our conversation. And he's like, oh, I can claim it on my taxes because we just talked about da, 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 da. It's a business lunch. And it was not a business lunch at all. And that's a perfect example of how culturally we have begun to accept these slippery slope moments where we say, well, that's okay. It's not a big deal. And oh my goodness. That's a great time when you can step out of that with your kids and talk about how that could be perceived as okay, but ultimately it's not. If I had thought about it at the time, this was a long time ago, um, but I still remember it, that I didn't circle back and have that conversation with my kids. And it would have been a great opportunity to just talk about how easy it is to bend the rules. It doesn't seem that bad. Well, I, I hear you in the sense of we're sweeping it under the rug and it's acting like it's okay. When it's not, it's it's a real integrity character type of issue. Well, I think circling back to, you know, what we said a little bit earlier is that from that quote, the, the desire to get ahead and the pressure in our culture, we've kind of um, absorbed that at every different level. And in our own home, I think it's really important to pay attention to that and think about our kids in this area of how they could lean into cheating or justify it. And, you know, I was trying to think about, you know, the pressure, if you've got a kid, we we did a show actually, too, are you too strict or too lenient? And in that, we talked about different kids, you know, you might, you probably have a bunch of different variety in your home. Um, if you have more than one kid, I know I do. And, you know, if you have a kid that is much more driven and success oriented and on the ball and always, or maybe a people pleaser, all those different things, and you notice that. 
for the reason of wanting to get ahead or excelling, they may feel that pull of wanting to cheat on something or cut the corners because they want to keep up or they want to get ahead. And so knowing that about your kid and knowing how to approach the conversation from that standpoint is really good. But you also may have another kid who is not like that. And they may want to cheat or cut the corners because they don't care as much about those things. They're more of a like, eh, does it really matter? I don't really want to study. So knowing your kids and how to approach this conversation is important because if you just do it the same, it's not going to resonate with them. You got to figure out what will resonate with your kid when you bring this topic up. Yeah. What does your kid need? And, you know, going back to this example of the restaurant, it, it kind of jogged a memory in my mind. And little moments with your kids where you can teach them about integrity and not cheating. And I, and this thing popped up in my mind when you were talking about the restaurant. The other day, my we went to a restaurant and my husband was going to pay the bill and they had not charged us for one of the drinks. And my husband being like, he's like the most honest person I've ever met in my life. And so he was like, pulled the waiter over and was like, hey, you need to charge us for one more drink. And my kids were like rolling their eyes Mm -hmm. like, dad, it's too extreme. This is too (laughs) crazy extreme. But it, and it was, it kind of was kind of extreme, but it, it almost is needed in a culture where it's just accepted that you just wouldn't say anything. Like just let's be the hush hush, like, you know what I mean? So it's almost like we do have to be kind of like point it out and be intentional about it. And the waitress was really sweet. She's like, I'm not going to worry about it, but thank you so much. That's really nice that you actually brought it to my attention. Oh, and, and then it was like, you know, we got the drink free, but I, my conscience is clear. Right. I didn't try and get by with anything here. My favorite is when something like that happens and people say, it must be a blessing from God. And I'm like, oh no, no, that's not a blessing from God. When we take advantage of a mistake, it turns into a blessing from oh, God. Kim, that's a word. That's a word. Well, we like to put things on Jesus that are not from him sometimes. We're like, I'm going to justify this by spiritualizing it. No, no. You are preaching up in here like no other today. Well, because I've done Cheating it. Cheating turned into a sermon. I've done it in the past. And I'm like, wait a minute. What am I doing? No, this was a mistake at the of, cash register. It's being... It's being manipulative, it kind is. of using God for something that he wasn't yes. meant to But, and the for, crazy yeah. thing is, it is a blessing when you go and say, Hey, I wasn't charged for this drink, like, you know, your husband did. And that blessed the waitress to see there are honest people in the world. That's the blessing. I, you know, the tone of the way she said it, I really, she didn't say this really blessed right. me, but the way she was surprised. Yes. That he said it. It was almost like, man, there are honest people in the world. Right. And so teaching these lessons to our kids in the everyday tiny little moments where we can talk about, you know, cheating and cutting corners and why it's not right. That's golden. And it, you know, we're going to get to it here in a second, but it does apply to like the bigger things that really are scarier. It really does. I just want to say one thing here that has really helped my achiever kid in this conversation and, one, and, and for kids, especially in the school ta- context that we talked about, how cheating is on the rise and the pressure to perform and be the best is huge. If you have a kid that is an achiever, one of the greatest gifts I'm finding I can give to that kid is I tell him pretty regularly, if you never did anything else in your life, I would be proud of you and I would love you the same. And it has brought tears to his eyes. 
before because they just need that. They need that release of pressure. And by saying, just as you are, you are loved, it just gives them this place where they can breathe, I feel like. Conversations, but also the reassurances of where their worth comes from and who they are. All of those are a part of that cheating conversation that I think we miss sometimes. Well, and you know, you talked about the achiever and then the kid who doesn't care and you have to push them a little bit harder. You know, maybe the conversation is, isn't pointing out that they're not pushing or that they're not achieving or that they're not, they don't care, you know, not, not dwelling on all that, but instead saying, Hey, you know, when you cheat, you miss out on a learning opportunity. And I don't want you to miss that. There's things that happen in your brain when you have to work through this problem on your own. And I know it seems so simple for you, you know, and it's like, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It, It seems like what's the big deal, but it really is teaching you how to think critically. And that's a great skill that you're going to take in your life. So again, it's that explaining the why, Yes. you know, we always say explain the why behind the rule. Well, explain why cheating is a big deal. Yes. Why we can't just gloss it over. So the other thing that we really want to bring up here is cheating can be the launching pad for a standard that can seep into all of their life choices. So it can affect the top yes, five or whatever you're Exactly. About. We think of it as a little thing now, but it pours upward and outward into the big things that we're all like, oh, as long as I don't do that, we're okay. I mean, I want you to think about the slippery slope that could happen at work, in their marriage, when they're out shopping. I know that seems silly, but theft is a huge thing among women, which is a funny thing. Like when I read that statistic in that story, they said women are just stealing stuff and justifying it. And then, you know, you brought up taxes. I thought that was so great because that is a big area where a lot of people feel justified in cheating as adults because that standard was never set when they were kids. Well, you know, I write about this in talk and I talk, I reference a song called Slow Fade. Yes. And I think this is just a, a perfect example of a slow fade. You know, it starts out, you know, cheating in the grand scheme of things, cheating is little, yeah. right? But it starts out little and then it becomes a big gaping hole. You know, like I, I use the example, even in a marriage, a, a knitted sweater and you have one pulled thread and you're like, oh, it's no big deal, but left unattended, that can become a big gaping hole because you're not you're not saying, well, this isn't the right path or this isn't. I also use this as an example when my kids, especially when they were in middle school, I think that's when the friend group started to shift and friends started making different decisions Mm -hmm. that my kids were like, I don't know if I want to be associated with this. I don't know if that's who I am kind of thing. And they, and they would come home and tell me stories about little things. Like maybe it was how somebody was dressing or just a little comment that somebody made little things, you know, I'm not talking sneaking drugs in or any of those big top five. (laughs) These were little things. And I would say they're starting on a path and it may be the F word today. But in four years, it may be drugs. And so what you need to notice is, yes, the F word in the grand scheme of things, not that huge of a deal, but it's a decision. It's a decision to step in a certain direction. And that's what I need you to notice. And I think that really worked well with my kids as far as seeing the different paths that kids are taking. And it does start out little. It does. And then it turns into something big. It does. So I like the slippery slope thing. I'm like, yes, yes. And yes. yeah, I mean, it's, I think this is a very good point. It does. It, it just, it's easy to dismiss it as not an important conversation. But if we continue to let things slide and 
undervalue the ideas of things that seem little by not talking about them and explaining the why and just having conversation about how it could affect them in the long run, then I feel like we set our kids up for a lifelong struggle with right and wrong and a moral compass that lives constantly in the gray. It's constant justification because they've never seen someone say, no, this is wrong. And so they live in this space where they don't really know how to make a good decision and they get caught up in the emotions of whatever it is, achieving or not wanting to work hard or all of those things that we've talked about. So it is a big deal. Doesn't seem like it now, but in the long run, cheating is a big deal and a conversation we have to have with our kids. Here's the last point I think we should make. And you said this, Kim, but I kind of want to summarize it like this. It's either right or it's wrong. I mean, God sets the standard, not mom or dad. Here's the thing. There is a lot of gray that happens that we have to parent. Yes. But a lot of times in that gray, when we dig into the word, we can see, okay, this is messy. And there may be reasons for why it happened or reasons for why we did it. But at the end of the day, according to God's word, is it right or is it wrong? And that's what we need to look at. I love how we add this, God sets the standard, not mom or dad. That's been one thing that I've constantly said to my kids, it's never been, you are a major, this is not how we act, or, you know, this is not how Christians do it or anything like that. I've always said, how would God feel about this? Like, is this right or is this wrong? And then it becomes their relationship with God that they have to answer to and not about like performing for Mm -hmm. me. Because we talked about this, you know, that stat about getting ahead. A lot of times kids may be cheating because we're putting pressure on them to get ahead. They're performing for us. They're performing for Mm -hmm. us. And so I think this is a very big conversation in this cheating, you know, letting little things slide discussion. Well, and something that we say all the time, and Mandy, I have always loved that you have pointed out is when your kid is struggling with something or they're asking a question or you're talking through a topic, like let's say cheating, ultimately you can say, well, it's this, this, and this, or like what you're saying, we can point them to Jesus to work it out with him. And instead of saying, here's what this scripture is saying, go read this and tell me what you think. I love that. That has been such a huge thing in our household. And so there's just a couple of scriptures that we can point our kids to and then let them wrestle with it and then come back and have a conversation with you. Um, Proverbs 13, 5, a righteous person hates deceit, but the wicked person is shameful and disgraceful. In Proverbs 12, 19, truthful words stand the test of time, but lies are soon exposed. And then another one that I really love is 1 John 1, 6. If we claim to have fellowship with him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not live out the truth. These are just some great scriptures that define that there is a right and wrong, a good and bad. And hopefully as our kids read them, the Holy Spirit will wrestle with them in their heart and they will accept truth on their own. And then we just get to encourage them in their faith life. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the great things about pointing them to scripture and reading and digging in. Um, it takes us out of the equation and it it takes them out of trying to live up to our standards or perform for us. And, and then it becomes a real relationship, a real relationship with Jesus where they're trying to figure this out on their own. And I mean, that's the goal. I'm just going to say life, as we all know, it brings up enough stuff, whether on TV or social media or at the dinner table or when you're at the Walmart that will allow you to talk about <laughs> cheating in a very 
comfortable way where you're not pounding it into your kids or exposing them or whatever it is. I mean, the opportunity will come up. I promise you. We just want to encourage you, don't miss the moment. These little things are really not so little. So don't miss out on the conversation with things like cheating. <laughs> 